everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are in the final day of Game of the Year. That's right, today is for all the marbles. We're doing Game of the Year 2023. We've got a big list of games here that we're going to go through. We're going to whittle that down to our top 10 for the year. Damn it, I did it again. Josh is here. I just want to say you missed a golden opportunity for both of you just said. What did I do? I should have been like, Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We are in the end game. This is for all the marvels. I would have quit the show right then and there. <laughs> Had those words left my lips. I it, it's fucking disgusting, Josh. Uh, wait, hold on. Oh, I cursed before the minute mark. Oh well. Fuck YouTube. <laughs> is that what it tells you? Uh YouTube, like people like come up with like their own like wives tales like well, well if you say this word before the minute mark youtube like thinks you're a satanist and stuff like that and i don't know if any of it's true but you know what who cares youtube push us don't push us i don't care hey everybody we're doing game of the year josh are you excited for the final the final day of game of the year yes this has been a lot this is always a long and strenuous part of the the podcast so i'm just, i'm just glad it's the final day it almost makes you want to quit video games. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't want to look at another fucking video game. These fucking things. These fucking little little things in that little square image. I mean, it's all fun and dandy because it's like you talk about the great things that happened throughout the year. All the, you know, the greatest moments, the best soundtracks, the best new characters. But at the end of the day, it's like. I just want to enjoy that stuff. I don't want to actually sit here and talk about it. <laughs> Tough shit. You're here. What's been your favorite part of game of the year this year so far? Honestly, and I hate saying it, but it's the truth right now. It's honestly it was the soundtracks. That's always the, the music. fun part. That's always the fun I, part. But something about this year compared to last year, they just made it so much more compelling. It's because I think it's because we whittled, like, I think we, we whittled it down more this year compared to last year. Last year we were just like, all right, this game came out. We really like this game. Let's get five tracks on there. And instead we were like a little more like disciplined. We were like, okay, like we really like this game. We're just going to have the two or the one best track. And then that's what we're going to push. I think that really, that really steam streamlined it. Streamlined it. There we go. They're definitely steam lined it. Steam. Hey, I've got a streamline in front of me. He, 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 Hey, you ready to get into this final list so we can get out of here? Yes, let's do it. I want to play some Apex. <laughs> let's fucking do it. Game of the year 2023. Again, we're picking our top 10. The nominees are RE4 Remake, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, Honk Eye Star Rail, The Last Spell, Ugly, Slay the Princess, Baldur's Gate 3, Lil Gator Game, Jassant, Thirsty Suitors, Backfirewall, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Hi-Fi Rush, Cocoon, Blanc, Pizza Tower, El Paso Elsewhere, Humanity, Homebody, Fortnite, I have a little gator game on here twice, <laughs> Planet of Lana, Battlebit Remastered, Mr. Sun's Halfbox, Moonleap, no Sun to Worship, Starfield, who put that in there? The Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood. <laughs> I'm going to go right off the beginning just to delete Starfield, just to make somebody mad. Hey, 
Those are the views we need, by God. <laughs> hey, we can put it in the show notes now. It was there. It was there. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty good list. It's been, I, I think, I've played a lot of games last year, but I think I've played even more this year between the reviewing and just like picking up whatever I wanted. So yeah, many, I would say so. So many games. Um, so many that like some of them start to like kind of fade in the background. So if there was something that I like played and then it just didn't, stick with me it's not on this list it's not on this list if it didn't like have a lasting impression we've gone through so many games this year and not to say that not having a lasting impression makes it a bad game it's just if it's not off the top of my head because honestly what i wanted to do i think the game that's touched me the most this year and the non-perverted way is uh tetris effect but at this point, that game's five years old. I p- cried playing fucking Tetris Effect, everybody. I cried because it was so beautiful. I might have been a little inebriated at the time, but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. Josh, what game made you cry this year? Final Fantasy 16. Son of a bitch. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, no, honestly, I think the two that made me cry, it was it was Tetris Effect because I was at a, I was at a writing conference and I was like, you know, when, when you mess up in Tetris and you're trying to get back to the original line, it's like when you have a bad draft and you're trying to fix something and you have to go back to the beginning. to. Fi- I was drunk. Again, let me, let me let you know I was drunk when I was coming up with this. But um, I digress. The other game that made me cry uh, was Back Firewall. I can see that. Because it, it was beautiful. It was just a beautiful game, just about, you know, that little stupid... It's not even in my pocket right now, but that little stupid square that we all have a relationship with. We, we like, this is our connection to the world. Like I don't talk to anyone who isn't my kids or my wife if I don't have this thing. And it was just this, uh, this game that makes you think about, you know, like everything that goes into what makes that little square possible. And, you know, I might, go back for another playthrough but that game really stuck with me i mean i said it in the last ep i said it on day three the fucking theme is my ringtone like i wanted to carry that game around with me a little longer and it's still here with me so i think back firewall stays for right now (laughs) um i i want to throw out that i i even though i i played it i loved it honkai star rail um can go ahead and go uh, mainly because I obviously it's a gotcha game, uh, it, but it's it, it does dig back into the old turn based JRPG roots that you know that where it all started. Uh, and it's in the uh, the Genshin Impact world, they have like their whole thing where you have like there are different uh, either timelines or they're different. Uh, like Genshin is set in one particular planet where uh, Honkai is like set in the galaxy. Ready for honesty time, Josh? Yeah. How much have they got you for? Five bucks. Between the two games? Yeah, I didn't. I haven't spent any money in Genshin, uh, and then for Honkai, I spent five bucks because they had like the uh, certain thing where it's like, oh, you get so much of this, you get this, you get this, and I'm like, Dude, for five bucks, sure, you can you can take five dollars because this is free. I'm very very proud of you because uh, I. With Fortnite, I'm not the same way. I'm part of, I am part of the Fortnite crew. I pay ten dollars a month for a skin and some V bucks. You're the reason why the world is shit. What's wrong? Fortnite is fine. The reason Fortnite is on this list is because they, I mean, they 
kind of pushing they're pushing like into new territory with the Lego and the Rocket League. Yes, the Legos. You mean they have the money to buy those IPs or to buy to, rights to, to have them? A, to have a well, they they own Psionics, who are the Rocket League team, so they have right. that they have that talent in house. And Lego, they have a deal with, and they I guess they have always wanted to do a Minecraft, so that's what the idea behind that was. And then they own Harmonics, and so the Fortnite, I forget what the band, the 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 rock band version in there is, but. They own harmonics, so I mean it's all in house, and you're right, they do have the money. But I mean, other than that, they also did the Fortnite OG. The new season, like, is great. It feels very much like Apex. I mean, Fortnite isn't no is no stranger to uh, you know uh, borrowing. Just don't forget their cardinal sin, Nicholas. What'd they do? Remember what Fortnite was supposed to be? Yeah, it was save Fortnite, save the world. Never forget. I remember that Game Informer from like 20, 2013, 2014. I remember that. I had that Game Informer. I was like, I remember reading and like, oh, this sounds really cool. Like a cool little fort builder yep. to defend. And you convinced me to buy it. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I got the biggest edition they had. It was kind of boring, though, honestly. It was shit. Yeah. It was shit, and we both know it. Yeah, it was. Um, Let's let's run down this list. Let's look at some things on this list. Uh, da, 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 da. Moonleap can go. Moonleap it was a fun little platformer. It's the one where you're the little moon guy, mm-hmm. and um, when you jump, so like you're a blue moon, so that means that blue spaces don't have spikes on them, uh, but yellow ones do. And then when you jump, you become the yellow moon, and that means the spikes change on what color they're on. Uh, fun little puzzles like that as you're trying to like pick up the flowers in each level. I just love little games like that that don't have a story. You're just kind of doing like each level, trying to get whatever the objective is. Uh, but it can go. It's not going to make top ten. Hey, we're down to one page. Yay! <laughs> Look at that. Well, the majority of these are yours. Like I think Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6 are going to stay up there because they were good. They were, um, they were really good, and I think they both have lasting power. Yes. Uh, same, I, and I, can I fill this in with RE4? Yeah, um, yeah. Like, if RE4 stuck with you, you're still playing it. I know you're still working through that DLC. And it sounds like the DLC, like, brought people back to it. So I'm... Well, yeah, because let's see. The game came out in... It was February, I think. And then the DLC came out in September. So literally, it's been out throughout the whole entire year. And it's it, nothing but praises. I, th- my favorite thing about RE4, and it has nothing to do with the game, but it's the fact that, like, okay, you've now remade a good, like, a good chunk of what people wanted. What are you doing next? And see, that's where I think there's a toss-up between fans. A lot of them want to see a behind-the-back remake of the first game. A lot of them want to see Veronica, or Code Veronica, which I would enjoy that. Um, And obviously, not only for as far as the remake ends goes, think about like where the future is. Because right now, we're looking at... They just ended uh, Ethan, who was the protagonist for the 7th and 8th games. Chris is older we haven't had a jill or a claire in a hot minute especially jill i mean jill's last game was resident Evil 3 people have been speculating that nine will be like a re- like we'll see jill again or we'll see claire yeah again. see a jill the well it's, it's speculated that jill and claire will be the leads so which, I, I think the fact that like the re4 remake is like the end of a, a trilogy almost like a trilogy of remakes and now 
like it's like okay we have a fresh start are we remaking the first one again are we jumping into nine because nine i mean nine's gonna nine's got to pull off this thing that they haven't done where okay that's the third one of the it's the third one of this iteration of the series and and, i mean three's not well renowned six is like almost universally hated like i think the thing now is for nine to hit and like be like just fucking bananas and for it to be good like that so yeah i agree third i agree i mean i think it's a matter of depending on what they do i think what the thing is they're gonna do is five and six we'll see a remake there is no doubt in my mind that we will see remakes for those oh those will be big like those will be expansive remakes because those those are like the ones that probably need the most love so not so much five like people still kind of like give it some praises it's six that is probably the most like it, it needs it bad in their defense, though, I think because of how actiony five was, they had just assumed, oh, we have to keep this action stuff going. It's like, no, like with four, four did a great job. The remake, at least, did a great job of showing that, yes, it is a little more actiony compared to what you've seen uh, in the past. But at the same time, that horror aspect is still there. I was I, I would say as far as horror goes with four in general vr was by far the scariest i mean i mean my concern for five isn't that it's a bad game it's that um people were saying it was a little racist back in the day so i don't know if you can get away with a uh you know a chris redfield going to africa and um doing what he does in resident evil 5 well that's why they had shiva there for to justify it yeah i know uh but we're getting we're, we'll, let's get <laughs> we're back on the rails, list. Yeah. We'll get let's get back on the list so i i can see re4 remake uh, making this list uh you uh, honkai can go i mean like i said it's a moba game it's a gotcha game it was it's great but top 10 wise i mean it's like at this point it's like saying fortnite should be in the top 10 fortnite should be in the top 10 it should not be nick uh we i'm, I'm gonna hold on to it for a little bit El Paso, El Paso Elsewhere is a fun game that I'm enjoying so far. It's very Max Payne-like. Uh, the needle drops are great. You know what? I forgot to put the music in the last music category, but that's okay. Uh, because I can see me really liking this game in the early half of 24 and just championing it championing it for Goatee So. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of on a remedy kick, too, because I want to play Alan Wake as well and uh kind of get back into some quantum break i still haven't played control so i could see el paso elsewhere uh making a leap here at goatee so so i'm gonna cut it now uh the more i think about planet of lana i really liked it it's a again that's the limbo inside like where you're on your planet a bunch of robots come and kidnap your village and you're going to save them with the help of your little like monkey buddy that you get and i the more I think about it, that ending just kind of bugs me because it's like, okay, the machines were doing evil things, but now you have the machines and you're kind of, you're using the fish, you're using them to do all this stuff. How long until you guys are evil? So, I mean, I don't know. The more I think about it, that ending just landed weird for me. Um, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. It's got one of those achievements where it's beat the game without dying and it's the only one I don't have. And I'm like, oh, oh am I about to go back and play Planet of Lana again? It sounds like you are. It's not a hard there there are a few parts that are bullshit but i might go back and play it but um not it's not making my top 10 our top 10 um i think Balbit is up there with it too honestly yeah i think if we would i think if we would have played more battle bit it would be up here 
I think if it would have held on to more than just like a few weeks for us, because that was the that was the it got all five of us to play, and the games don't usually do that. No, and we were all I mean, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind going back to it with all five of us, but the problem is <laughs> timing. We're all timing. We're all adults. I'm okay with cutting battle bit as well. Uh, so for those at home, let's see what we have left. We've done some cuts. We've got RE4 Remake, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, The Last Spell, Ugly, Slay the Princess, Baldur's Gate 3, Little Gator Game, Jusant, Thirsty Suitors, Back Firewall, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Hi-Fi Rush, Cocoon, Blanc, Pizza Tower, Humanity, Homebody, Fortnite, Mr. Sun's Hatbox, no sun to worship in the cosmic wheel sisterhood. I see one, Nick, that I, I know I asked. I think it was day two, maybe day three. Um, and I want your honest opinion. Outside of the music, outside of the 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 picture, the cover art and all that. You want to the, cut last the last spell. spell. You want to cut the last spell. So I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, yes, I don't know that, you know, those are parts of aspects of what makes game of the year. But if you can't keep people's attention uh, for other than the music and the cover and all that is it does it worthy of having that title because you said it's a hard game it's a hard game it's a beautiful package it's got it's got pipes it's an angel but yeah it was one of it's one of those games i haven't gone back to in a while it's tough to jump back in because it's i mean it's a hard game uh it can be very unforgiving um depending on your skill level um i i'm totally okay with cutting it bye you cut it. Yeah, you do the cut. Uh, Blanc. Blanc was a fun little game I played by myself. I, it, I mean, it's a co-op game where the co-op sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. When In our case, never. But I'm okay with cutting it. It's a beautiful little game that doesn't like feel like it needs to be overly complicated. doesn't have like a, a big message. Uh, I'm all for like, you know, themes and messaging in games. But sometimes I just need something where I can turn my brain off and be like, yeah, I'm a deer. You're a wolf. I'm not going to eat you. Let's survive. I think I did that backwards. But watching a deer yeah, eat right. a wolf, that'd be fucking metal. Hmm. I think we both can agree that uh, Dredge might need to be removed. Mm, yeah, because the thing about Dredge is it's like really cool up front, and then once it becomes like a collectathon near the end, you're just like, all right, come on, I want to get. Like to the Ed Goody, so it was like it was good. Like it was up there. It was like, yeah, we should definitely put it on the list. But we've had so much happen between do, then and now. But I, I do want to go back and play the DLC. But I mean, it's the different the four. I hate the word biomes. Like I, I, I hate that we use that to describe areas. But like the four big areas were cool and different, and the new one they're introducing looks cool. But yeah, once you got past like the when you're not fishing, when you're collecting stuff to update the upgrade your ship or collecting stuff to get certain like missions done, that's when it kind of becomes a slog. Uh, so I'm okay with, I'm okay with letting Dredge go. Uh, now it's gonna start to get tough. Well, let's see how many do we have left here. Mm. Don't worry, I'm figuring that out. Oh, he's doing the math. Count. He's crunching the numbers. Oh, that doesn't tell me. Um, yeah, it's not Excel, one. you dumb dumb. What are you doing? I want to say it's like twenty, probably. Yeah, it's twenty. 
I know you, you used to be able to highlight it and do a word count, and it would tell you how many words if you had it highlighted. Oh. Uh, no Sun to Worship. That's the fun little Metal Gear slash Splinter Cell with the punish button. It's a fun little like speed running game and all the different levels and everything, but I mean... It's one where I, I do it in little chunks. Like I play a level or two and try to beat my time. But otherwise, I mean, it's one of those ones where you're not playing it every day. You're like, oh, you know, I've got 15 minutes. Let's go get, let, let me go do a level in No Sun to Worship. I do like, so uh, there was a game that I reviewed last year called Undetected. And this is from the same team. And I hated Undetected. I think the way it was described to me in the in the press release, no, nonetheless, it was Mexican Metal Gear. I think it was called mexican gear solid <laughs> in the press release <laughs> and uh i didn't like that one just i felt like it was i don't know it just felt undercooked it was doing a lot of things that metal gear did a lot of the bad things like the weird camera angles that were kind of like this Ew. where you couldn't really see and like uh but it, it had some cool sound stuff which actually made it into this and so it kind of feels like undetected was like the learning like hey i'm learning how to do this and then no sun to worship was like okay i know what i'm doing let me do let me do this version of it that being said i'm not gonna have it in the top 10 unless you unless you want it no 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 mr sun's hat box is another one that i really 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 love uh i haven't gone back to it because it is such a like it's a hard game. It's one of those ones where you're managing a lot and things. It isn't hard from a, I suck at it. It's hard from a things get crazily out of hand. You jump on a guy with like a fish hat and you slip across the map into a mine and it blows you up. And then your next, like you get another guy that comes down and then he ends up stepping on the same fish and then slides into another mine and blows up or goes into a guy that has like a gun that kills you right away. And, uh, it's a crazy game. It's a fun time, and I think everyone should play it. I just I don't see it making top ten. We salute you, Mister Sun's Hat Box, but you gotta go. It's just it's goofy. It's goofy. It's so down to eighteen. We got eight more to go. We gotta cut eight more, and then we gotta get them in an order. Hmm. Cocoon. Yeah, you know what? That's the that's a hard one. That's a hard one because I'm like I'm perplexed. I'm like this is a well made game. It's simple. And it's beautiful, and the puzzles are offer a challenge, but are simple enough to where you're not getting locked away in foreverness. But I came away from Cocoon feeling like the game was missing something. I felt I just felt like like I want like you know you go in a lot of the a lot of the marketing was hey this is from somebody who was involved with Limbo and Inside get in here you fuck you liked those games didn't you and I was like yeah I did I'm gonna play this. And I was having a good time with it, but by the time I reached the end, and spoilers, I don't know if this is a secret ending because I found all the Guardians splayed around the world, but you get out of the orb and like it's revealed that you're like a big bug staring over this orb. So it's kind of a, it's an open-ended ending, which didn't really make sense to me. And I think we talked about it. I think it was day two during best moment. Like I'm, there's no humanity to it. There's no human humanity's on here. It threw me off. There's no humanity to cocoon. Like I'm a little bug guy on this, on these orbs, uh, trying to get out of there fighting these like orb guardians, but I didn't really understand. And I know like the limbo and inside, you know, we're open to interpretation as well as this, but this just doesn't feel like it has, I don't know if it's missing heart or if it's just missing like connection 
Which is I know what it's missing. What is it missing? It's missing a second button. A second button. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I really just, just because you know when when because I think I don't know if this guy split off like and it was bad blood, but yeah, you look at these games that people are making after they've gone on to do their own thing, and like they're always like yearning for connection or yearning for communication and this one i just can't like i can't i was i mean i remember when talking about it on the podcast like struggling to like construe meaning out of it and it's just it's it feels like it's missing something it's a great game amazing i had an amazing time with it but it just feels like it's missing something bye cocoon uh pizza tower it's fun it's it's it gets the uh, the time like it. Gets it warms up the time machine. It it feels like a time machine. It captures that moment perfectly, but I wasn't clamoring to go back into that time machine. I'm not trying to go back and play the Ah Real Monsters game. I'm not trying to go back and play Boogerman or Earthworm Jim. And so while it captured it perfectly, like it's it's one of those games where like your pursuit like it. it grab the difficulty from those days and like brought it with it because the, when you reach the end of an area and you have to run back and avoid all the obstacles, you have to time that perfectly. And I'm not, I'm not the person for that. I, I did like four or five of those and I was like, okay, I got everything I needed out of pizza tower. Bye pizza tower. I, I'm just waiting for you to nod your head. <laughs> I'm well, I mean, you, you've played it more than I, I mean, I've, I've seen more than I've played it. So She's like, yeah, I'm going to go with your word. I love fucking with you. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to take, take back that surprise then. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, All right, let's go down this list. RE4 Remake, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, Ugly, Slay the Princess, Baldur's Gate 3, Little Gator Game, Jusant, Thirsty Suitors, Back Firewall, Dave the Diver, Hi-Fi Rush, Humanity, Homebody, Fortnite, Cosmic Wheel, Sisterhood. What's that put us at? Is that 16? Yeah, 16. So we need to cut six more. Humanity. Uh, my thing about humanity is you got to really be in the mood for puzzles. <laughs> you got to really be in the mood for that, it. That sounds like it needs to be removed from the list then. It's not making that top 10. But I appreciated <laughs> humanity more after playing a lot of Tetris Effect because I think there's some of the same one of the one of the teams that did the tetris effect is on this i forget who that is let me look at this list let me look at this list i mean let's be honest nick we we've got three on there that we or no we've got four on there guaranteed staying right ra4 final fantasy 16 street fighter 6 baldur's gate 3 baldur's gate 3 all right i guess little gator game because you like it so much and i've agreed that it's I have talked about it so much that it's to a point where it's got to be on the 2023 list. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it has to be on there. So right there alone is five. I, so I, realistically, we're looking for five more games to stay on this list with us. It realistically became my identity. What's wrong with me? Uh, at one point, I'm pretty sure CPS was called. <laughs> They're like, hey, he thinks he's a little gator. Go take his kids. <laughs> uh, Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood. It is a narrative game where you're you're locked away. You're talking to people as they're coming to visit you. You're making tarot cards. I think it's one of those games where if you're not into tarot, you're not going to be into it. Like if you're not into you know 
like the witchy craft stuff. witchy astrology if you didn't like uh american horror story coven i don't think cosmic wheel sisterhood is going to be for you i enjoyed my time with it i i can see people being like nah not really for me dude like i'm good but i think it's i mean it's a really good game about sisterhood i just i was also off like i could have could have been without making my own tarot cards because i was terrible yeah. at it <laughs> like i would make one be like this is good and then it would do the final thing and be like no no this is not actually good. really bad it's awful abort. everyone's everyone's gonna get bad fortunes when i do their tarot reading so we'll get rid of cosmic wheel sisterhood uh i'm okay with letting go of humanity it's it's another one i want 100 percent that just to be like so people think i'm really smart <laughs> it, it is one of those ones where it's like i just want people to know i'm smart that's okay well it, it plays good it, it looks yeah i mean fun. nick you tell everybody you play tetris effect i'm pretty sure everybody thinks you're i told everybody smart. i cried playing tetris effect <laughs> like, oh my he, God, so... he didn't cry because it was beautiful he cried because he didn't understand what he's doing there's someone listening it's like he's like me for real <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! So we we cut that. We cut down a few more. Uh, let's see here. I don't know, man. Jasant. I'm not into climbing. Then why? Why? Why am I putting it on here? So no, I've enjoyed my time with Jasant. The thing about Jasant is, if you look at 2024, if you start, if you took a peek at like, uh, when was the last Steam Fest? I don't even remember. Like the number of climbing games is getting out of like, we're going to need to go climbing game hunting and shoot, shoot them down. Cause they're going to be overpopulated. I think at one point I had like five demos of climbing games, just not being one of them. Well, yeah. I mean, realistically in the past, at least three years, yeah, four years, even so I'd say it's significantly grown is from the team that does, or used to do the, um, uh, what's it called? The, um, life is strange. They wanted to do something oh. other than a narrative game. I think this is a great job. I think this is a great start. I'm not crazy about like the storytelling in this game. It's all done through notes that like you think. So like you'll pull a note and it'll be like you'll get like four lines and you'll read it like okay and you press A to close it, but it actually is there's more to the note, so it like just has more pop up. Mm. I'm just like oh this is annoying. This is like people writing notes back and forth. Like I don't want to read this. I just want to climb. And you know, there's a there's a message about um, conservation and uh, global warming. It's there. It's fine. But I honestly just wanted to climb, which the climbing is fine. And I still haven't finished it. I, I think yeah, I'm about that's. I think I'm about halfway. Yeah, I think that's enough to give it the old cut the line. Goodbye, <laughs> cut the line, you <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> you dark motherfucker. <laughs> I just think of that one climbing movie where like the uh, the the are the dad, the brother, and the sister are climbing, uh, and the sister has to cut the rope that kills. I think it's her dad and her brother. Is that that's not cliffhanger, is it? I don't think so. I don't remember what it was. I just remember seeing. I keep remember seeing that that one that scene particularly. I'm just like, this is dark as shit, man. There's a video. I don't know if it was a TikTok or what it was, but it's a guy like they're proving how strong the rope is, and they're cutting it. And they're just, it's like, one oh, of those yeah, things, I've seen those videos. And yeah. you're just sitting there, and I'm like, oh my God, I'd be so scared. And it finally cuts it after like five minutes. Uh, let's see here. So we are down to 13. 
That is correct. 13. So three uh, more. I'm okay with cutting Fortnite. It's fucking Fortnite. Thank God. All right. <laughs> you're like, I cut Hawkeye. You can cut Fortnite. Yes. We can, we're all making sacrifices. And your game is what? How old now? Uh, Fortnite just turned five this year, if I'm remembering correctly. It's it's old enough that Michael Jackson doesn't even want anything to do with him. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Mm. Damn. Some really good games here that aren't going to make this list. Two more, Nick. Well, I mean, we do have our personal list. Damn. But damn. But damn. We got to cut two more, you said? Yeah. And realistically, Nick, the five that we named, we don't necessarily have to keep them on there. No. Like, I, my time with Baldur's Gate, I really enjoyed it. So I do think that has to stay. Well, I'm talking about like Resident Evil 4 remake, Street Fighter 6. Well, just because everybody else enjoyed them, do you? This is supposed to be our list. This do you is our personally list, think? But also, also, if we cut stuff that you've played and I haven't, I don't want this list just to be me. Like, I'm gonna have my personal. No, 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 list I'm, not, on the no I'm not saying I'm getting rid of all my stuff. I'm saying like, like, it, okay. So, like, for example, Thirsty Suitors. Yeah, I may not have played it, but you have told talked about it so much and have intrigued me so much. Same thing with Little Gator Game. Never played it, but you've intrigued me. So, but if I'm looking in the aspect, RE4 is a remake. I, and let's be honest, it's had its day and time as far as uh, at one point, it had an opportunity for the original RE4 to be game of the year. At this point, if it gets, you know, all these other awards, it's fine. But as far as game of the year goes, that should only be for new titles. I think, no, I think re- like remakes, I think remakes get a bad rap because. You know, you get you you get some shit ones out there, but also like it's a new game. Like it's a new game. Like yes, it's a remake, but it is a new game. Like people sat down and worked on it. This, people act like remakes just like someone puts like a fucking like a tap on a tree and like fucking syrup just comes out of the tree. No, like someone well, had to I sit mean, down and. Well, there. I mean, look at Naughty Dog, dude. They did that with uh, the Last of Us, and they're gonna keep remastering it. Which it just that, that it's stuff like that where it's like they they are the ones who give the bad name because it's like oh this is justifiable because we've had f- like they they have the equivalent of Skyrim with The Last of Us. And guess what? The only reason why the Sky the only reason Skyrim sells so much is because there's at least more to do than shoot zombies or people who are trying to survive in a shitty world. Josh, I've highlighted two. You want if you want to get one from that's up to you. They're they're both great. They're both great games. They both um, they're both going to stick with me. I just think there are ten other games here that are going to make this list. And you know what? Like looking at looking at the rest of this list, I I mean I'm not going to look at what's left and be like, uh, Ugly and Slay the Princess should have been up there. Well. It doesn't look good. Well, we'll okay, go ahead so on, and slay them. So on the ugly side, on the ugly side, I did. So I mentioned, I mentioned the thing earlier. I'm not going to mention it again because I don't want to have to put stuff in the show notes. But when that thing is happening that I told you about, they, it, it's a little on the. They sing a song about basically what we figured out that the guy was horrible and he did all these terrible things. And I get it. It's like the secret ending. You kind of want to be like cheeky, but it's so on the nose. They kind of just spell it out. Like your dead wife is singing. They have all the dead babies dancing around you. 
the dog that you the, your character killed is there like everyone's smiling and happy and you're miserable as like your last breath leaves your body jesus christ and Nicholas. That just, well and to get that so the game like the game has that first ending where you find out that you were the guy and then like the five bosses make sense. And then you do like these secret levels that are very like, I really enjoyed the secret levels and finding them and finding like the thing you had to get. And they were very difficult, like compared to the rest of the game. But yeah, that secret ending. I don't know. I just, I, I was like, Oh, you didn't have to do this, but okay. And then slay the princess. So I'm going to get rid of ugly. I great game. It was great talking to those guys. And then Slay the Princess, uh, in my in my first playthrough of it, like I was just, I don't know, I think it's, it's a game that's smarter than me. <laughs> it's way smarter than me. And I, I think somehow I had made enough to, like, because the game breaks down, you go through, like, you do three separate days in a cycle until it. But you can also get out of a cycle like in day one or day two. I think the first time I played it, I never got out of day two. And then my mind was blown on like the next playthrough where I was like, oh shit, this has a day three. I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have done this. I just feel like I'm missing so much of the game because there's so many things to do. But then I also think of what, um, I must call him Andy, what Tony said, where it's like, you don't have to do everything. At the at the end of the interview, he's like, hey, you can just have your enjoyment of the game. Like, And he wasn't saying this to me. He was just saying this like in as general. Like, in general. But he's like, you can go out, and if you only saw this or this or this, that was your experience with the game. You're fine. You don't have to go and get every achievement. You don't have to go and get this or do that or like try to do this thing. And I, he's like, I just want people to experience something for themselves without feeling like they need to go look up like walkthroughs or something like that. And I, that really resonated with me. And the more I talk about that now, the more I'm thinking of keeping Slay the Princess and cutting Homebody. Because again, Slay the Princess, as I said before, is a game where like everyone's going to derive a different meaning from it. Yeah, I just talked myself into it. <laughs> Homebody was the fun little like murder, not murder mystery, but murder survival game from the Game Grumps. It has a lot of great puzzles, goes into OC... Uh, does a great job of like uh you know representing ocd and thematically uh great game i think everyone should play it remind me a lot of signalis from uh last year go play that too a lot of great horror games lately are we down to 10 yeah that should be 10 holy shit all right we're at 10 we got to get them in some kind of order here <sighs> All right. So obviously, let's, we should start from the bottom. Well, before so before we do that, let's let me read off the top ten for our listeners. So our so our ten remaining games that we're going to order here now. We've got RE4 remake, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, Slay the Princess, Baldur's Gate 3, Little Gator Game, Thirsty Suitors, Back Firewall, Dave the Diver, and Hi-Fi Rush. That's, right, a really, so that, that's a really good fucking list. That's a solid list. That's a but, good fucking uh, list. But how's the hard part? Number 10. Uh, uh, go ahead and number 1 through 10, and we'll plug them in wherever we think. Oh, I meant below it, but that works fine. Oh, well, here, I'll do that. That's whatever. That, yeah, that way we can just like copy and paste them down. 
What is going on with the format? <laughs> I have no idea. But we'll fix that. <laughs> that always drives me crazy. I hate when it does that. The aerial. Uh, and then... They're still not decided. There we go. There we go. Make, them a, make them right. a little bigger for the screen, please. All right. So I think a strong, I think a strong number ten is Slay the Princess because it's gonna be, it's gonna be a different game for everybody. That's fine. Um, I, I agree with that. And then I got, I got the number nine. I think. Well, let's hear it. Dave the Diver. Yeah, I mean, we really haven't talked about it. Uh, have you played Dave? Uh yeah, uh, my Jake I think it, uh either Jake or one of my other friends I had on their list. Did I gifted it. I gifted one of you. Fuck no, you gifted Jake I think you gifted it to Jake. because he already had Battle Bit and I bought yeah. you Battle Bit and him Dave the Diver. Okay. Yeah, so I think Slay the Princess at ten. Dave the Diver. I don't know. It's there's something about a game that can have like two main things that you're doing and make the loop feel really good. And again, this is so for those who don't know Dave the Diver, you dive. You dive in the morning, you dive in the afternoon, and then at night you're running a sushi restaurant that plays kind of like a, a side-scrolling, almost diner dash, where this person wants this food, so you take them their food, and then you clean up the plates, and then uh, you pour their beer, you make sure you have enough wasabi. Um, but that being said, like I don't think I've ever played a game like this where I was really into both aspects of it. Like I know people really, really, really love Stardew Valley. I could never get into Stardew Valley, and I know there's enough difference where there was, there was someone screaming that's like, they're not the same, you fucking idiot. But I don't know. Like, and Dave, it doesn't, like... I remember I saw Dave the Diver's, like, screen on Steam a lot when it, was first, when it first came out, and I was like, this game looks fucking dumb. This looks like a quick smash and grab, like, give us some money. This game's gonna suck. And, like, it was one of those times where I really judged a book by its cover and was wrong i don't know do you don't think it should be number nine i i think it could go higher honestly okay well how then how do you feel about uh hmm as this verse just get hard like i i don't think dave should go higher but at the same time it's really hard to justify on the rest. I I think Street Fighter 6 could be like 8 or 9. Just because... Yeah, it, I, mean, a, the, I mean, it's a fighting game. The fact that a fighting game made the top 10... Is a miracle. Is a miracle. The thing I really liked about Street Fighter 6 is I suck at fighting games. But they're new... I forget what the controls are called. But the simple controls that they did where you don't really need to know how to do the combo. You just need to know when to do the combo was something that made it really accessible for me. And if it made it accessible for me, it made it accessible for a lot of other people. Now, that being said, if enough people stick around to keep on using those controls, who knows? But I thought that was really cool that they were thinking about like, okay, how do we keep more people playing this longer mm -hmm. term? And compared to Mortal Kombat 1, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I would say number nine is a good spot for it then. For the Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. 
and my god i get like that was like my game of the summer like i was playing the shit out of that i was yeah I'm, be I thankful was, be thankful i convinced you to get it i was playing on ps4 so i wasn't running like the fastest thing in the world but my god when i got into those online games oh my gosh i was getting my ass whooped but i was having a fun time getting my ass whooped yeah for those not aware nick kept saying like oh man i wish you had a ps5 so i could do the review and i'm like you do realize they'll give you a ps4 copy as well right i didn't realize they were still doing that i thought they had i thought they were done with that at that point no i think it's going to be a thing going forward as long as it releases for the ps4 now that now that we have a number nine i do think dave the diver can easily be number eight okay because again it surprised me i thought it was just going to be one of those shitty little games that you see on steam and like kind of gets a cult following but you don't really see what the why people like it but no it completely it completely dashed that and made me look like a damn fool um i think re4 remake could go to number seven what's your what's your reasoning so yes it, you we did have a new group of people come in and develop it yes it was a lot of work however at the end of the day the gist of it is still the same. You are still Leon S. Kennedy. You are still going to find the president's daughter. Uh, you still have uh, fantastic voice lines. Of course, we did not get to talk about the uh, president's daughter's ballistics. Uh, Where's everybody going? Bingo. That was in there. <laughs> so, like, it, it, it still hit the right spot. It did do a little bit different as far as, you know, gameplay style. Uh, they went for more of the horror aspect, which... I found fantastic. I, I don't get me wrong. I've played the shit out of re- the original RE4 and love it. But this one just hit differently because it's just so much darker, so much grittier. A lot harder to maintain animal, especially on professional. If you're just starting with like standard equipment, it's really hard. I mean, you at this you make it sound like it can go higher because I mean, the way I look at it, like they could have easily just phoned this in. And I know, I know it was a balancing act. Like RE2 remake did a lot, and like kind of reinvented RE2 for people who had played it and mm-hmm. people who had never experienced it. And then three came along, and three just kind of you know shit would, the bed. Shit the bed. They, I think, didn't they? Didn't they like not follow like the Nemesis system that they're not the Nemesis, whatever the fo- the people following you system is. They kind of just like. Nem- Nemesis yeah, wasn't what? following you like Mister X or like Lady D. Yeah, he they were he was a little more um scripted. Yeah. Which I don't know how you fumble that bag. Like he was the original, hey, I'm gonna follow you around. It's because they guy. cut so much content. You gotta think they, they cut the, the whole entire clock tower, mm-hmm. basically. Well, and then you look at this and you're like, Okay, what are they gonna cut? And yeah, they ended up cutting some stuff. But I mean the one thing that hurt me was you three getting cut, but then them turning around and putting him in uh what's the Ada Wong DLC called? separate ways putting him in separate ways i mean they were much more strategic about what was cut but like what they did with that cut material and also qtes are like a thing of the past with this right no they still i mean no yeah i guess technically they are there's not really a i think maybe maybe like one or two moments i mean it's been a hot minute towards the end of the game where i forget if there what there is one or not but yeah, I would say it's a thing of the past. And from the sounds of people who have played it, it sounds like the island still sucks. Yeah. but It, it sounds, sucks less, but it still sucks. But it sounds like the game... I mean, hell, you, the the Salazar... 
uh, Sadler is who's the little guy, Sadler or Salazar? No, Salazar. The Salazar fight got reworked. The Kra- the Krauser fight got reworked. Kaiser, Krauser, Kaiser, Krauser, Krauser, Kaiser, Krauser, Krauser. I mean, they put a lot of like it to remake, but this is a fucking remake. But once again, it it's just like. <sighs> whatever you, you you decide at that point i just think it's it, at seven it's still justifying it uh there's other games in here that are first time releases that are really good and deserve praise not that it, the rari 4 doesn't deserve it it's just it's a remake i mean i'm okay with putting it down there i'm just i'm just being an asshole <laughs> i can tell i'm just like dude just let it be i gave you the reason you haven't even touched it Oh, I didn't mean the bookmark of this page. Whoops. Remove. There we go. All right. And we can always go back, and if I want to move it up, just be an asshole. Uh, okay, so then the ones we still need. So we got RE4 Remake at 7, Dave the Diver at 8, Street Fighter 6 at 9, Slay the Princess at 10, Games We Still Need to Rank, Final Fantasy 16, Baldur's Gate 3, Little Gator Game, Thirsty Suitors, Back Firewall, and Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, if I remember correctly, our Goaty So game of the year, our Go- game of the year so far was Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. Now, I really loved it. Music was great. The characters are like some of the best characters. I think, I mean, looking looking at this list between Hi-Fi Rush, Thirsty Suitors, and Baldur's Gate 3, you have some of the best characters, I think, in a long time. Uh, I do think Hi-Fi Rush slips out of number one since since the beginning of the year. Um, I mean, I have, and I haven't returned to it since beating it. That said, I mean, it's, it's sat with me for a while. The things it says about, you know, corporations, the things it says about being a whole person, the things it says about, uh, friendship. Uh, and it, it's fucking weird that it came from the, uh, evil within, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo people. <laughs> yeah. Of, of all groups, like the, the very strong horror, scary aspect of gaming to this i don't know i can i can see this one being in like the top three i could too yeah i'm not i'm not committed to where it's at but um let's see here so number hmm. what's i mean the two big ones we've got other than that are final fantasy 16 and Baldur's gate 3 where do you see 16 on this list i want to know where you're aim- i want to know where you're aiming so i can shoot you down You're you're looking at like a top three spot, aren't you? No, I was actually thinking number four. Why were you thinking number four? If you want to shoot higher, Josh, aim for the. No, stars. no, no. I'm, I'm being realistic here. So, uh, okay, okay. Hold on, time out. What are you? What do? You, what's your number one on here? What are you trying to get at number one? It's honestly between Little Gator Game and Thirsty Suitors. God damn it! Me too. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we're on the same page with that at least. Well, I mean, I mean Final just... Fantasy 16 resonated with you. It did, but it did. But here's the deal. So you talked so much about Little Gear Game and Thirsty Suitors. I, I've never been more intrigued and wanting to actually, actually, what I plan on doing uh, tonight after we're done with this, purchase, download, and play during Christmas break. You can get both of those done in like a day each. Exactly. Actually, a little Gator game will take you three hours. Thirsty Suitors will probably be something closer to ten. But still, you've you've piqued my interest. Like before, I remember talking like I was like, "Oh, little Gator game, shut up about it." My God, 
Now I'm like, God damn it, this motherfucker got it in my head. I want to play it now. Hey, man, I'm a hell of a salesman. <laughs> and then Thirsty Suitors, I mean, you just... The way you talk about the character development and just all the things you can do, I'm like, it's it it resonates with me so much. I'm like, man, I can I can understand what Jella's going through just from what you're telling me. Yeah, Josh was a hoe back in the day. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, Actually, Jala, Jala was. wasn't a hoe, but Josh was a hoe. <laughs> I was a hoe. No, the the returning, and I think that's something that resonates with me and Thirsty Suitors is the returning home, feeling like you're not really welcome home, welcomed home kind of feeling like an outsider in your own like in your own house and with your own parents and i that's something i totally related to uh i mean final fantasy 16 i mean from the sounds of it it sounds like it de- like i've heard that like the dabblings in slavery don't go so well but i mean well let's be honest any dabblings into things that... <laughs> anytime you're dabbling in slavery everybody loses yeah exactly <laughs> dabble in segregation it doesn't work out very well like there, there's reasons why it's not because that they couldn't do it very well it's just obviously very sore topics that probably need to stay in just history books so everybody can learn not to repeat those mistakes yeah i don't think yeah i don't think anyone's gonna get those those topics right so you see but even that then like I, I even then the soundtrack's fantastic the the gameplay's fantastic the it, it's a beautifully done game uh, but there, there are some hit and misses, and I do think that we have stronger contenders in here that really do deserve to be Game of the Year, at least for our list. Are people going to be mad at us that Baldur's Gate is not in the top three? Uh, they might be, but at the same time, they, they guys, they took away a, a, from a game show award, so like, who gives a shit if two oh, had, two they, white guys from had, the middle they had nothing to do with that. That was the game awards doing that. I, that. That's what I'm saying, though. That's that's what I'm saying, though. Is they won in those awards. You have two middle-aged white men sitting here on a podcast talking about it. It's not going to change you. I do not identify as middle-aged yet. <laughs> we are practically middle-aged. <laughs> Just being honest. We, like, I, I'm not saying that it is a shitty game whatsoever. All these games are fantastic. I've enjoyed every moment with all these games that I've played. I'm just being a realist here. Like, I, people would just, it's, it's one of those, I hate being a sheep. And people have praised the shit out of it left and right to the point where I'm like, kind of want the kind of want when I when I have friends who don't normally play games come to me and say, oh, my God, you have Baldur's Gate 3 yet. You got to play it. I'm already like, yeah, I'm going to wait until this thing dies down. Then I'll go back and play it. I, I think my issue with bigger games like Baldur's Gate 3 is that I don't want and nothing against anyone who does this, but I don't want a game to become my whole lifestyle. I've yes. been down that path. I played. I have seven hundred hours in Iron Harvest, Josh. Was I any good mm. at it? No, but mm. I don't like. I <laughs> as I'm getting older, I'm realizing like I only have so much time. I don't want to put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into this. Please give me something on the shorter side. Please give me something I can beat in a week. Not to say that a longer game is bad or like it's not like worth every penny, but like my God, like. I'm one man. I'm but I'm just an innocent man. <laughs> We're just innocent men. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I could see Baldur's Gate being six. Yeah. Because what I played of it, I enjoyed it. I'm just I'm not looking for a long term commitment. I just want to fool around. And like I said, it's just one of those. I I I want to play it. I I love the premise of it. I want to play it. I want to grab a copy of it. 
I just when I have friends who don't normally play games come up to me and start talking about it, I just shake my head and want to bash my head into this <laughs> into the the concrete wall. They, these are the same friends that probably come up to you like, Josh, have you heard of that show, The Witcher? You're like, oh, it's a video game. They're, they're at, uh, well, I was going to go more of uh, The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, my God. you guys Have you seen that? I mean, when, my father-in-law did that. That Last of Us show looks pretty good. It, it, was a, it was a game before it was a movie or a show. And he's like, I'm sorry, did you say something? And you're, like, <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. And then he turns and he's like, smells like bitch in here. <laughs> God damn it. Get out of my, quit reading my journals. Um, okay. So uh, we've got four games that we still need to place here. We've got Final Fantasy 16 at four, Baldur's Gate 3 at six, RE4 Remake at seven, Dave the Diver at eight, Street Fighter 6 at nine, Slay the Princess at 10. Man, like usually, like usually, I come into these knowing like the number, like this is gonna be the number one, and so usually you're like arguing like the okay, let's get the middle bits down, but number one here is gonna be tough. Number one, my gosh. Um, are we going to do number one now? Or are we going back and finishing let's, five and then do top three? Let's plug five. Well, obviously, it's, it's going to be between Hi-Fi Rush and Back Firewall. You think? Yeah. I, I, I think... Nick, other than the the soundtrack for Back Firewall, how do you feel about it? I wish I remembered like the, the character's name that you kill at the end because I'm struggling to remember it. And that kind of, like... It's like, oh, did it leave a mark on you as much as you're saying or but i i think hi-fi rush left a bigger mark um back firewall was like a pleasant surprise though yeah but if you can't remember much of back firewall except for the music and a little bit of the aspects like i, re- I remember like the stuff that, like there's a there's a character that follows you around at one point like he's following she's following you around for a long time and she's like sit, like a backup driver i forget exactly what she is but you're in an area and like you're on like railings above a vat of acid and it breaks and you start to fall in and she saves your life. And then she falls in and then she's completely gone from the game, the rest of the game. And Jesus, like, they had, and, right. And this is like a very cartoony, very like he, he, ha, ha game. It was almost like in an inside out when they killed the imaginary friend, mm-hmm. it was one of those moments like, Oh my God, they just killed that character. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, I can see back firewall being five. The yeah, fact right. the fact that it's on here is crazy. Like, it was it's a game where I remember playing it and I was like, this is not gonna, this is not something that's gonna stick with me. And then it fucking did. Well, I guess it means Hi Fi Rush is number three. I think Hi Fi Rush is number three, and it's gonna be neck and neck for that number one spot. I'm gonna need your help because this is not my list. This is our list. No, I agree. Uh, it's like you said, it's just so hard. Like. There's something about Little Gator Game. It's even though it's a very short game, and you know there's not like too much to do. You convinced me. <laughs> oh, Yanni boy. Yes. Yeah, all right. You convinced me to pick. I want to pick up a copy and play it and enjoy it. And I and remember, remember, Goody. So I made, I made fun of you so much for it, and I apologize for that, dude. It's... But. 
at the same time, thirsty suitors, same thing. But uh, you've opened my eye to it all. I'm like, I, I want to play them. I want to experience them for myself and uh, absorb what you're telling me. Little, I'm, I'm thirsty. Again, thirsty suitors. I remember like the opening hour, I was not having a good time. I was like, okay, like I want to get this done. I want to get this review done. But man, like, and when was this? Was, this was like mid October, I want to say. But man, it's just that game is stuck with me. But at the same time, Little Gator Game, you man. have non stopped talked about. Even even now with the new game plus and the, the baby mode, you're like, I want to go back and I want to play it again. I don't know, man. Help me. Help me, bro. Well, how about this? How is Thirsty Suitors replayability? Is it there? Mm. Or is it more like a one and done? I mean, they have skate areas where you can go and, like, rack up points and do challenges. The challenges are, like, really crazy. Like, some of them get crazy difficult. Uh, you have to, like, nolly and ollie and, like, do these side uh, side slides. Uh, I do th- <sighs> I mean, based on replayability alone, Little Gator Game would take that. Uh, just because of the modes they're adding and just, like, how much of a sandbox it is. But man, Thirsty Suitors characters are just like top notch, top, top notch. Like the fact that I, there were parts, aspects of the gameplay that I wasn't into that I was like, okay, I'm doing this because I want to know what happens with this character. And I think that says something about a game when the characters are so well written that you want to, that you want to engage with something that you're not completely on board with just to see what happens to a character. I mean, to me, it sounds like, you want thirsty suitors to take the cake. I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, what if thirsty suitors took that number one spot? That would be crazy. But I do think, I don't know. I do think that's number one. If you think it's number one, I I, I can see either one. And that's where I'm getting at. As far as like, I want your honest opinions and you have sat here and justified for both, but you still think thirsty suitors is number one. And I, I can be okay with that. Cause like I said, there's not many times somebody can convince me to go, purchase a game i 100 percented both of these so it wasn't like i played one more than the other Mm. i I just think thirsty suitors is like a good Mm, man and i'm and i'm backing up that decision then i agree i you know i think we need to move street fighter 6 up to the number two spot hey everybody we got little (laughs) gator game at number two I'm going to do this for us. Um, oh, and yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh, God damn it. Oh, what are you That's doing, That's making attention. What are you doing? I thought you wanted Thirsty Suitors at number shh, one. Shh. You're drunk. You didn't you're, see anything. You're fucking up the um, formatting. What, are you, what the fuck are you doing? There we have it, folks. We've got our list for game of the year. Uh, just I need to do this. At number one, we've got... Actually, no, let's start with 10. Do, do, number yeah, 10. Do a reverse. What are you, a rookie? Come on. Slay the Princess. Number nine, Street Fighter Six. Number eight, Dave the Diver. Number seven, RE4 Remake. Uh, number six, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, number five, Black... Black. Whoa. Back Firewall. Uh, number four, Final Fantasy 16. Number three, Hi-Fi Rush. Number two, Little Gator Game. And number one, Thirsty Suitors. Damn, man. That's a good Damn. list. That's a... That's a lot of video games. 
I like I like that list. We need a break though. <laughs> we need a break. We 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 do need to look. You know, it's funny because you're like, I need a break. I'm gonna go play games right after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. I need a break from just everything. I just, I just need a break. I need to go play some Apex and get frustrated at random ass teammates who can't do shit. That's a good uh, idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. Well, hey, you you saw it. We're here. We're here at Game of the Year. This is the show's top ten games. Uh, hey, I don't know if you know this, but we have a website that just launched. So go check that out because we're gonna have per- me and Josh are gonna have our personal top ten list written up on there. Uh, we're also, if you stuck around with us this long, I want you to know Monday we are doing a special. We're doing a special episode. We're gonna record it here soon. Uh, Josh, we were originally gonna rank every episode of rick and morty i think that's too much that's too much episode we want something a little shorter because we're actually going into a holiday break we're just going to pick our top 10 rick and mortys right okay. that sound good that sound good that sounds good to me. more that doable to me. very yeah much. we have a lot more doable more doable and le- less angry rick and morty fans yes yeah, maybe we'll see some some but guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, uh, doing Game of the Year, doing all the categories. I love doing this. This is my favorite time of the year. Second favorite time of the year. I think I like Goaty so more than this because it catches people off guard. We just need to make sure we do this uh, planning out a little better. Yeah, yeah. We we just let it get a little. It's the week before Christmas, and we just let it slip just a little this year. Just a little. Just smidgen. The year just got a little busy. Uh that's it. That's the show. Everyone can go oh, home. Hold Everyone on. Everyone can go home. Nick, we, we've got one more thing here. All uh, right. What's the surprise? I hate live surprises <laughs> on the podcast. Just oh, you're okay. You're going to like this surprise. So, Did you name a star uh, in the sky for me? No, it's not thinking like that. Just, just give it a second here. Okay. So how long have we been doing this for now? Two years. All right. So two years of us doing this. Obviously, we spend a lot of time at our computers. We have to sit down. We have to play all these games. We have to throw all the stuff. Uh, and I believe, was it a month ago now? Two months ago now? Uh, I let you borrow my Steam Deck, right? Yep. Was that two, was that a month ago or was that two months ago? It was it was when I went to Austin. So it was the end of October. So about, about a month and some change. Okay. So would you say that borrowing it for those couple weeks, uh, was it very beneficial for you? Like, as got... far as like... I got so high off those vents. <laughs> I know, no, right? no, it was it, it was nice to be able to be like, oh, I want to go play a game. Uh, you, you know, normally I have to go downstairs. Then you have to stop if something happens. Go upstairs, take care of the kids, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as a little Christmas present and okay. our two years, um, I don't know if you're still in our show notes. Oh shit! Uh, I bought you a, a Steam Deck, dude. You're a fucking asshole. I love you. I know I am. Uh, <laughs> and don't worry, you're not going to get the 64 gig. It was just cheaper. Uh, I upgraded mine to a terabyte, so when it comes in, I'll be throwing in this 256 gig one. You'll have it. to show me how to do that, or I'll break it. Oh, I'm going to do it for you before I give it to you. It comes in on Wednesday, as of right now. Next Wednesday? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what uh, scary, scary Terry, bitch, oh, bitch, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I wanted to wait till it came in, but I was like, no, what? Uh, they finally just had a uh, one come up on GameStop. I had turned in, uh, traded in a bunch of shit, including my Nintendo Switch, uh, bro, and I have money. 
But then I was like, I've, I've been thinking about it for a while. And I was like, you, no, I think I'm going to do that. You're the only guy that goes in and trades stuff at GameStop anymore. You're keeping them in business. <laughs> <laughs> I am the reason. They, oh, shit. Josh is here. Get the red carpet out. The guy comes out. He's like, Josh, you want to buy some Funko Pops? And you're like, no, no, not today. <laughs> oh, no. They had a 40% off deal for Funko Pops. I kind of thought about it for a second. Josh, you cannot be a Funko Pop guy. I will not allow it to happen. I'm already an Amiibo guy, okay? <laughs> yeah. How many? Wait, turn your camera. I want to see your Amiibos. Well, you're going to make me move it. Hold on. Uh, let's see if I can get it out. Whoops. Sorry, folks. Some oh, technical God, difficulties here. Okay, let me move over here. Okay. I want to see what you got because I used to be the amiibo guy. So I've got the. It's so hard to see. That is very dark. Link from uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. And then this is really hard. Oh, why don't I just do this? Yeah, just pick them up. What are you doing? <laughs> Dude, you said move your camera. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to move my camera. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. All right, you can tell I'm fucking this up, guys. Oh, your address is on the screen. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm not that dumb. Okay. All right, who we got so... here? Okay, you got the. Is that Dark Samus? That is Dark Samus. Okay, is that is that part of the Smash series? I don't remember. Is she? Yeah, in... her. This one is part of the Smash series. Okay, yeah. and then that's the Dread. Yep, this is the Dread combo. Oh, those look good. And then I'll bring the link down so you can get a better look at it. Oops. Man, I miss my amiibos, but I'm glad I I broke even on them. I broke even because I I was buying them when people were scalping them. Well, the, I I'm only going for the ones I absolutely want. The only other one I want right now is the Samus one. Did they do a they did a Ridley one, right? Yeah, they did. You got to get a Ridley one. I mean, I will. I'm just saying, like as far as my my next one, I asked for Samus for Christmas. Hopefully, I get it. Maybe if you're a good boy, Santa will bring it to you. Josh, that was a pleasant surprise. You gave it away earlier when you said Steam line. <laughs> I I said something about streamlining something, and you're like, <laughs> Steamline. <laughs> well, you we were talking about uh, the my stream deck. Yeah, but yeah, no, but we were saying would... we said something else though. You made a, you made a corny joke. I don't remember if it was this because we were talking about before. Steam, and, I, and you said Streamline. I said <laughs> Steamline. I appreciate you, and um, when when you die and reincarnate, you will come back as a golden god. I don't I, know about that. I promise you that. I'm guaranteeing. I'm guaranteeing it right now, but no, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, don't cry. Cry. You can cry when you're playing Tetris Effect Wednesday night. Josh is like, if you cry, I'm taking it back. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one rule I have: no crying in front of me. God damn it. Well, dude, I appreciate that so much, and I'm gonna find a way to return the favor. Uh, maybe I'll get no. you on one of. Maybe I'll try to get you on one of the shows I write for. But uh, hey, everybody, that was Game of the Year. Check in on Monday when we're picking our top 10 Rick and Morty episodes now that the new season's over. Hey, everybody, it's been Smashing Game Time. I hope you all had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time.